Well, good evening. It's uh, thankful to be back once again and to be with God's people. And um, I asked a few of you as, as you were coming in this evening uh, how your day has been and and I got a kind of a mixed bag of responses. And, um, but no matter how your day has been, no matter how your week has been, I hope right now it's good. Because yes. it it's good to meet together and worship the Lord. Amen. And uh, I'm very thankful to have another opportunity to do so with you all. You know, where the Spirit of the Lord is... There is liberty, and that word liberty means freedom. I felt freedom here this week. A great freedom. Uh, you think about freedom. Living in Virginia, I, I've got a, I got a good amount of... Uh, well, I learned a lot being and living in Virginia about some of the things that, that took place, the founding of our country, how they fought for freedom, didn't they? Physical freedom. And that gave me just an even more richer understanding, the motivation, I think, behind some of those men and women uh, who were fighting and try to represent a freedom physically, the ones I believe who I've read on, they actually knew what freedom meant. They actually knew from their soul what freedom felt like. You think about that, brothers and sisters. True freedom, are you really truly free if you've not been saved by God's grace? I don't think, I don't think one could truly appreciate the freedom physically without having the freedom internally. And when the Spirit of the Lord is with you and when He's present, there is great freedom and love and all those things that the Spirit brings, and it's good. It is real good. And I'm thankful for that today. It's a, it's a blessing to be free. No matter who's the president, no matter who's in charge, no matter what country you live in, I'm still free. Amen. No matter what they do to me, I'm still free. Amen. It's a wonderful thought. Proverbs 25, 25, a very familiar scripture, says, As cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. And uh, several, many years ago, I was a thirsty soul. And I heard and heard and heard some good news 
that rang in my ears. And uh, not really understanding fully the, that good news that I was hearing until the Lord made it real to me. And then later on, just learning more that this good news really came from a far country. I was, I, I'm so thankful that the good news of Jesus Christ, you know, it didn't, it didn't start here in America. It truly came from a physical far country. Jesus Christ coming and, and, and living on this world and His creation thousands of miles away. He lived, He was the gospel, He was the light. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Listen, uh, He lived it. He was the gospel in the flesh. And, and we know that there was men who the Lord inspired to pin it down. There Stories that they saw, they were inspired by the Lord Himself. And we have this good news today. And it came from a far country, Amen. brothers and sisters. It came to my thirsty soul one day many years ago, and I'm so thankful for it. Thankful for those who stood for the truth, who was not ashamed of the gospel, but would come and stand and preach and live their life out of the pure freedom that they had from the inside. And it, I, I'm just, I think about that and I'm just so thankful. And you think about the intricacies of how the Lord instrumented, how, how He just instrumentally put all these things in place. And just for little old me, a little old boy from Lebanon, Indiana, who was just nothing. But I had a thirsty soul. Isaiah says in the 55th chapter, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which, ye not, which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness." If I draw your attention to that very first verse as he says, HO, and it's all caps, and the Hebrew means ALAS, and it's to draw your attention to something very important. He says, everyone that thirsteth, everyone, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. They come by wine and milk without money and without price. Listen, uh, uh, tonight, uh, I love how the Lord works. I love how sometimes He works in, in, in certain ways in your life. In some ways, he, he reveals things to you and shows you things. And sometimes He just, you, you have these things here, and then He puts it all together, and it looks beautiful. 
I knew last night as, as we uh, uh, were continuing with this uh, revival services, this effort meeting, uh, uh, the scriptures in which I, that, I, that I needed to, to, to go to tonight, which is I was thankful for, but I didn't quite know. I was unsettled in some things in my heart. I was telling Brother Brad this, this, this evening. And, you know, uh, as we were driving up here, my lovely wife, she has been such a good help for me this week, and I'm so thankful and blessed to have her in my life. Uh, she's been driving for me so that I could try to focus and concentrate. You know, uh, meditation on the Lord is good. Meditation is, is prayer. It, it's just talking. It's a constant talk uh, with me and the Lord. That's how, that's how. And the Lord, I was on the way here, <laughs> as I was sitting there in that passenger seat, he just says, here it is. This is, this, is, this is what I want you to preach tonight. This is it. This is pulling it up, the scriptures which I have for you together. And I just, and I just I, yes, I said, oh, yes. I said, thank you, Lord. And they're all like, what? And I just said, yes, thank you. I'm thankful for the Lord and how he does things. Listen, my thought tonight, and here is what he just Clearly, uh, 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 show me on the way here is, is just the thought. It really turns, and I want you to think about your water pot tonight. Your water pot. And I want to turn and read about uh, a little lady. The book of John, in the fourth chapter. And as we read, I, I want to uh, point out a few things, starting in the sixth verse of the fourth chapter. Again, my thought tonight is your water pot. I pray that the Lord help us all in this tonight. It says, Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, asketh drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God... And who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink? Thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw.
Here is Samaritan woman. And this, uh, as we just read, we have this encounter that she had with Jesus, whom Jesus was there sitting at the well. And this woman comes up. And Jesus sees this woman. And her purpose was very simple. And she came to draw water from that well which I'm sure she has done many, many times before this. And Jesus simply asked her, give me to drink. And the woman was a little shocked and, and, and brought back because Jesus being a Jew, and as it states, that the Jews had no dealings with the Samaritans. And, and then uh, Jesus simply answered and said, he got right to the point. If you knew who, if you, if thou knowest the gift of God and who it is that saith that he give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Now, uh, before we go on, uh, my other thought with all of this is that simply of being thirsty and hungry and that uh, uh, as the Lord teaches and instructs, I, I don't know how it, it is with everyone else, but with me, it seems like the, uh, the Lord, I have such a very simple mind. And the Lord, uh, as I read and study throughout these years, that it just seems like the Lord just helps me see just simple things. You see, the gospel isn't complicated. The gospel is actually really simple. And the things in which God uh, has given to us uh, are so simple that the simplest of humans could understand it. It's mankind. We usually get in the way and, and, and we complicate things this way. And see, this was one of those simple things to me uh, uh, that I could understand, especially being in the medical field. Uh, and, and not in the medical field, you understand. Everyone here in this building understands what it is to be hungry. You understand what it is to be thirsty. I, I sat there this, this afternoon and I was thinking about when my children were babies. I think a little Samuel and, and some of these others that, you know, uh, they come out of their womb and, and you know, they're just screaming and even little babies know when they're hungry. They don't have to be taught. It's something they feel. And, they're, you know, and then what, what uh, uh, gets them to uh, uh, satisfy their need is food, isn't it? And you give that baby milk and what it needs, and, and oftentimes, you know, that baby will just be out cold. And as parents, you're like, thank you, Lord. But even babies, you know, they feel that there is a need there. And as you get older, right, you start to differentiate. There's a difference between thirst and hunger. And there's different things that our body needs, isn't it, to survive. God has made our bodies wonderful and beautiful. It works in harmony with everything. It's amazing. You can only go so long without food. 
before you start to deteriorate and eventually die. And your physical body, you could only go so long in an even shorter period of time without water, where your body will deteriorate and die. And our bodies are good. And, and, and I know uh, scientifically how this works, but that doesn't matter. What matters is that, you know, you know when you're thirsty and you know when you're hungry. Man, there's nothing good. When we were in Belize, uh, it's, it was in the 90s every day and high humidity. And, and you know, uh, you couldn't drink enough water all the time to, to keep that, your body functioning how it should. But your body, my body was telling me I'm thirsty. And I was so glad to see those bottles of water and just, th- just drinking. And then when I was hungry, that was a different feeling I felt. But it was something I knew, something I understand, something that all of us could understand, isn't it? So all throughout Scripture, we see, and it's taught about hunger and thirst because we could understand that. So here it is, uh, uh, our bodies, right, when, it, when we know and feel the hunger and thirst, it is a sensation that lets us know that there is a need. There's a need in our body for what you're desiring. And that's important. You see, the, the Lord is so good. He's, he's the best teacher. And so here it was, this woman who had a need of water for her physical body. Maybe she was taking some back to her family. Uh, whatever may be the case. And Jesus met her here. And, and I'll tell you right now, it changed her life. And she came, and, and as the Lord said, that if you will ask me uh, uh, to give you drink, then I would give you living water. You see, she was a little confused about this as well. She was taken back that he was a Jew and speaking with her. And here, now she's taken back because she didn't understand what Jesus was saying. It's, sir, you know, you don't have anything to draw with. She said, and that well is deep. You know, how, how, how do you have this living water? So she didn't quite understand what Jesus was telling her at this point. But Jesus just continues on to the point, to the heart of the matter, as he says, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, pointing to her physical needs. You see, that was very important, you see. It helped her to understand, okay, I understand that that I'm going to be thirsty, that I come back to this well over and over and over because of my body, and, and I need this water to live. But he says... But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And I don't know what it was, but there was something within her that changed. She thought, boy, I want what he's telling me. I want it bad. And there's something now, I believe, something within her that was drawing her to him. It was something that she might have not heard before. And then, because we see that the woman just, she said, "Uh, uh, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. So you see, she understood what Jesus was telling her. 
That what, I was, that what she was coming for wasn't what he was asking about. And this is a beautiful thing that changed her life. You know, Jesus was not a stranger to this uh, uh, thirst thing uh, or to this hunger thing. Matter of fact, uh, uh, here, uh, a few pages over, in the seventh chapter of John. Oh, what was it? He says uh, in the 37th verse, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and says, and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This was not a new concept. Matter of fact, Jesus used it over and over because it was something they could understand. It was something simple. And it's something for you tonight that you can understand. The gospel tonight. Jesus cried. He stood and cried this to the people. If any man thirst. He also, uh, uh, as he said, uh, just not too far before that, in the sixth chapter, uh, as, we, as he spoke to the understanding of those that, were, that was listening to him, he spoke about thirst, that he's the one that could quench something that they had no idea about. But yet, he also said this, that I am the bread of life, and that he that cometh to me shall never hunger, and that he that believeth on me shall never thirst. You see, Jesus was it all. He came to take care of all of it, but he was, he was made sure that we could understand what he was speaking of. And tonight, sinner friend, my question for you is do you thirst? My question for you is do you hunger tonight? We have had several here this week that have, have uh, at least by their actions, have come forward and was seeking the Lord. That, that by their actions, they know that they're lost and separated from God, and, they're, and they're, they're seeking the Lord. They have acknowledged that they are thirsty or hungry for what Jesus can only give them. But I also know that there's some here that, are, that might be confused or, or just unsure of where they stand. And listen... I want to uh, point this out to everybody tonight, that where is your water pot? Where is your water pot? Listen, this wasn't the end of this story. The woman asked, as, she, as we said, uh, uh, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. And we also read later on, That he says, The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee and he. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why takest thou, or talkest thou with her? And listen. You know what the woman did with her water pot? The woman then left her water pot 
And went her way into the city and saith to the men, Come, see a man which told me all the things I ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. And I want to ask you tonight, where's your water pot? As I thought about uh, when I was lost, uh, you know, and I thought about this story, and as the Lord just revealed it to me very clear on the way here, that, you know, many different times as I was lost and seeking God, that I had a water pot. And every time I would take that water pot uh, to wherever I was going, I would go to church service after church service, and I'd bring that water pot forward. And I'd, all I was doing was, was asking to, to quench a thirst that I had. But it was the wrong question. It was the wrong sensation. And I kept bringing it forth and forth this water pot. And when I would leave service, that water pot went with me. That water pot continued. And I, you know what I tried to fill in that water pot? My video games. It was anything else in this world that would take my mind and off of the true thirst that I had in my soul. It was anything to distract me from the true matter, what I was feeling in my heart, which was being lost and separated from God. But see, all of that changed as this pot, you know, uh, uh, I want you to know tonight, listen, you might be discouraged in your seeking. You might not have sought the Lord this week, but you have an opportunity tonight. And I'm telling you, you have your water pot. You know that you're thirsty and that you're hungry. But you're not going to find it filled out in the world. You're not going to find it even in yourself. When I went to church that, uh, on that revival, uh, that Thursday night, we went Wednesday night, I took my water pot up to that altar and I tried praying and praying and got nothing. But that third, next night, that Thursday night, when I went up to the altar, it was the same old thing. I mean, it was the same old as I've seen many of you here. But I brought up my water pot just the same. But I went to church that night with the same mentality, with the same heart. Some of you hidden. I know some people, they, had, uh, they knew and was de determined in their heart that you were going to church tonight and you were going to get saved. That there you weren't going to get up. I've heard some testimonies this week and that I wasn't going to leave until I got it. And I love that. But for me, that wasn't how it was. I came to church out of repetition because my parents brought me, which I'm thankful they did. But I went up and took my water pot up to, to those, mold, those metal folding chairs that we had at an altar. And I brought my pot up just like usual. And I started seeking the Lord just as usual. But as the, the saints were singing and as they were testifying, Jesus was there that night. He was at the well in which I was bringing my water pot to that night. And as I was praying, I started to get really earnest with the Lord. And I was just pouring it out to him. I didn't know what to say has been mentioned. I didn't know what to do. And I was just calling out to Jesus. And you know what? As I recalled this last night about this woman at the well. And as the Lord revealed me today, that night changed my life forever. And that night, you know what I did? I got to leave that water pot there. I left it there. 
I didn't need it anymore because I got the living water. I got what I needed. I got what I didn't really come to get. But what the Lord graciously blessed me with that night. You see, that woman at the well, she came to that well uh, not expecting to get what she received. She came out of repetition bringing that physical water pot there every time. It was just like clockwork, I'm sure. But the Lord gave her something that changed her life forever. And you know what she did? She broke routine. She left that old water pot because, because the Lord gave her that living water that flowed within her. And you know what she did? She went right back down to the city where she lived and told the men and their, the people there what happened. And you know what they did? They went to see Jesus. And we talked about that, that when you get saved, you just that's what you want. You want everyone to have what you have. It is a change in heart because you have got the living water. And you, Jesus said, you'll never thirst again. Isn't that glorious, brothers and sisters? I'm so thankful that I left my water pot. I got to leave it there on that altar that Thursday night in that senior citizen's building. I left it there. I didn't need it. It was gone. That eternal thirst that I got in my soul, it was gone. And now it's a different, it's different. It's, that night, it was, it was different. What I desire now is to follow the Lord. What I desire now is, is to be a good servant of the Lord. And I still desire Him, but not that same thirst and hunger. He took care of it perfectly that night. He gave me His Spirit and filled me up with that everlasting water he gave me that living water brothers and sisters listen tonight uh listen we want you to seek the lord i pray that the lord would put such a heavy contrition on your heart tonight that you wouldn't shun it listen it gets heavy that water pot you're carrying it gets heavy why why do you, do you just come and just carry it and thinking that you're, that you're not going to get it full? Listen, we want you to come to Jesus with your whole heart. It's glorious when he gives you that living water. Listen, then you get to leave your pot at the altar, wherever that may be. It's a glorious thing to have that living water. A well springing up into everlasting life. I love seeing that in my mind, how completely perfect it is, how peaceful it is to know the Lord. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. So we get a song. Are you thirsty tonight? Where's your water pot? If you've been saved by God's grace, where's your water pot? I don't need mine anymore. Mine got filled by the Lord himself, and it, it springs 
I mean, it never stops. Ever. My Paul, I got to leave. If you're saved by God's grace tonight and you have not expressed the joy of when the Lord has saved you, why not? Why not? This woman left her pot and went and told others. She didn't wait and say, well, this is nice. I'm just going to continue on doing with what I'm doing. And there was something that happened to her. There was something that happened to me. It wasn't fireworks. I, st- I prayed that night and got a piece that I needed. And I didn't tell anybody that night. I went home, asked my mom, how do you really know? You got to pray. Just pray to let you know. And in my bed that night, the Lord just like, I couldn't pray for salvation. There was nothing to pray for. And I just, I, that night I called my uncle, who was my pastor, and told him, and the Lord saved me. Follow the Lord tonight. If you're saved, follow him. Tell the world about Jesus. If you're lost, listen, are you hungry and thirsty tonight? You may not have come with the resolve walking in through these doors, but he could change your life. Jesus is at this well. He's waiting. He's waiting for you.